It's Gabriel. It's Bailey. And this is CYMK. So I am so excited for this episode. Me too. Today we are honored to have our first guest, Jesus Toro Martinez. He actually has his show right now on display in the Coop Gallery. How long does that go on? That is going to go on until February 25th, 2023. Perfection. So enjoy this conversation we had with him and come see the show during Downtown Stroll on February 16th. Let's get to it. Um, I have a BFA from San Antonio Art Institute, which at that time was part of uh, Trinity University. And um, they were seeking accreditation uh, through Trinity University. And that's, well, it was accredited to Trinity University, but it was a, a, a different school. It was just a focus on art. So your college work, was that anything like the work that you make now? No. My work earlier was like every student goes through college. Mm -hmm. You have to do traditional work. You have to explore every venue, every avenue of what you have. Um, It was very realistic. You know, uh, nothing of to the expression of what you see now. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was very academia. I come from very humble beginnings um i used to have a studio that did not have a real floor it had dirt floors um it was open air you know the roof was leaking all the time and it was very not the nearest bathroom was about uh a five minute drive you know wow it's out in the middle of nowhere you know where so, was that this was in south texas on highway 359 between laredo and freer texas uh and it was there and, and i would that work my very early work you know from college on my own actually right before college i was trying to do things just expressive I would get, I would mix things. Uh, uh, my parents would say, you're crazy. You're thinking that this is art because I would go, we lived on on the rural areas. So I would, um, so we would kill or I would say slaughter uh, animals, you know, to, you know, for feed, you know, right. for food and uh, a cow, we would always gut it out and, and try to make uh, things happen for, you know, for, throughout the year. So the blood would come out, you know, even deer and bulls and, and whatever we had, we had to like, okay, we're going to make sausage. We're going to make this, we're going to make that. And it was just to survive for the whole year. And, um, so my dad would put all the uh, all the blood into a bucket. I was thinking, okay, let's use this as paint. Mm-hmm. Wow. And how old were you? I was uh, in my 20s. Oh, okay. Early. I had just, uh, it was one summer. I went to school. Uh, my first year in college was in uh, UT Austin. I went to school there uh, my freshman year. I didn't survive there. The traditional academia school didn't, was not my, my thing. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I transferred to San Antonio to go to Trinity University, and that's when they had a school called the San Antonio Art Institute. And that's where I went to school. It was more uh, focused and geared under art. And that's where the foundation of my work of abstraction came from. And there's still that nature aspect in it because you're using that dirt and you can see that in the art that you make now, which I think is still really cool that there's a little bit. Yes, there's still in it, but I progressed to something else. You know, 
I started thinking of a bigger uh, idea, and the idea was to reduce our footprint of this world. Mm-hmm. I started seeing where my studio was out on Highway 59, outside of Laredo. That studio was was uh, out in the colonias. It says these are in unincorporated areas uh, outside in the municipalities, and you don't have the right infrastructures to have running water. You didn't have uh, electricity. You had, it's more like, you know, you're out there camping, but actually it's life and it's the hard life. And, and that's where I did now was, yeah, I even went to, to school like that, you know, went to high school and then went to college. My parents still lived out there and in, in a, in a four, uh, that was the idea of life and then but i saw it as a of creative space i don't care what people says we're not here to impress people because you don't have ac you know that sort of thing but now it's like uh we have to have ac we have to live with the the amenities (laughs) but basically back then when i was growing up and and starting uh my creative world as an artist uh those were the foundations and that's what made me think of what are you going to do next? It's so I started thinking about caring about our environment. So the work that I do today is more about uh, looking at what we do. We live in the world of plenty. Mm-hmm. When we have too much, what happens? You discard it. It's like, oh, I'm not going to wear this uh, because it doesn't fit or I don't like it. So what happens? It goes to sometimes you're smart. You give it away to somebody who can appreciate that or you give it to an organization that could probably give it to somebody else in need. Or what happens next? The third landfills trash and even then the things that go into donating just end up at landfills i am heavy against fast fashion and i can see it i can see both those both spectrums of it because it is affordable for those who can't afford clothing but also it just gives us as humans an excuse to consume the latest trending without appreciating anything that is our own individuality so i I understand that part. So, yeah, just at the so, landfills. So think about it. Reducing, then it's true. Things that end up in a landfill. So then I started thinking, what do I do? I, I was, and it all started one day that I started cleaning a right away on a highway. Started picking up the trash because there was a lot of plastic bags, a lot of takeout. And it was stuff that came from the rain wash. Then that was one day. And then the next day, I started picking, uh, clean up creeks, riverbeds, and stuff. And I started going in dry creeks, go pick up uh, whatever it was. And it was basically I was looking for materials. I was not cleaning it. I was looking for materials, and the whole concept behind it was create a visual statement that would show that these materials found in areas can be used in another form and fashion that you cannot identify what they are. And that's where it started. And and then started going one step further, such as, okay, we have this. I have a pile of pebbles that are plastics. 
I have a, a, another bag of pulp that is like pulp looking stuff and it's paper and it's all restaurant takeouts you know all the different types of styrofoams and then it became all the different types of paper cups then it became and, and, and so I started like shredding them making them into different uh, materials and then and then some were becoming so unique in their own color and I said oh let me use this and then by using different types of paint mediums that would help you adhere the material together and make them into translucent into something you're actually working and then after that it's um, I started thinking these are the materials that's going to represent today the day that we live these uh, I'm literally documenting history through my art by the materials that we use today and that's where it started and the title you know speaks for itself you know sacred lands right. tierra sagrada I love that you mix the message with your process. So you're, you're helping the environment by making the art and spreading the message about that. So it, I love it. It's great. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's just, you know, coming out here to see and celebrate my work. Uh, it just gives me a great honor to be here. And that's and I thank uh, you know, the Hispanic Heritage Museum uh, and also the San Angelo Museum of Art that really have gone out of their way to put this in. And especially when uh, when things are, are being set up, when people says, uh, you're bringing what? Yes, I'm bringing a painting that is 35 feet long. <laughs> and that is a landscape. It's a landscape of Bull Creek in Austin. And that after a rain wash there, you see trash that comes from other places and you and that was collected and it was created of the reason the, the, the visual statement of creating it that long. So it makes you feel you're walking in the land. I really like that. That's great. It has been so nice talking to you today. It has. Do you have any concluding thoughts that you would like to add? Uh, well, the only thoughts I have is that you have a beautiful community here in San Angelo. Yes. San Angelo is like the destination that every Texan needs to come and visit. Yes. You know, coming from Central Texas, uh, this beautiful air that you, you breathe, this wonderful uh, scenery you have. And uh, this whole place, it's magic. That's what I want to say. Thank I want to you. tell people if you, you know, I don't know where you, how far your, your podcast is going, how far you're going, but if you're listening to this uh, elsewhere, come to San Angelo, Texas and experience the beauty that exists here. You know, if my work may not be here, but the city will be here and there's a lot of friendly faces and smiles. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. Yes. Thank you. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you.